0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe.
1: I got this sweatshirt I'm wearing today. Look at that, Edmonds Woodway, dude. This is a high school. This is my my high school football sweatshirt. What number were you? Well, actually, well, I hold on. You caught me. Actually, this is my brother's. (laughs) (laughs) He was number sixty nine, man.
0: Yeah. What a beast.
1: What Old a beast. Offensive and defensive line for Edmonds Woodway High School back in the day. And uh so I have the sweatshirt.
0: It still fits. Not bad. Is he your older brother or younger brother?
1: He's younger but he's bigger than I am. So there's that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why it still fits.
1: Yeah. Everybody always told me when I was when we were growing up like when I would, you know, pick on him or beat up on him like older brothers do, people would say, hey, you better watch out. He's going to be bigger than you someday. I don't know how they could tell, but they were right. Um, The thing is, is that I always kept the mental edge over
0: him though. You know what I mean? That comes with the experience, I believe. Um, But yeah, I got two boys right now and my oldest, he's super tall. And the youngest is kind of built like me, like short and stocky. And uh-huh. so I'm just like, hey, man, just watch out because he's got the he's got the attitude too. the, youngest. <laughs> the younger one. Yeah. 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 He's got the very he's he's just he's ready for he's ready for it. He's ready for the shit. Like Uh-oh. If, if it's going to go down, he's ready. And the oldest is he'll he'll talk a good game and then he'll be like, well, what's wrong with you? Why do you want to fight now? And right. So he's got the mental warfare like you're talking.
1: Yeah, yeah. That sounds very, very familiar. Yes, yeah. Uh, let's start the show. Here we go.
0: Let's get this crowd going. Now, come on, get him up, get him up, get him up.
1: Snap. He's going to throw down the middle. The ball is caught. and hey, that's great football now. 35-40, down the far sideline. We got a five, He's still moving. He's going to go. Go Hawks. Are you
0: kidding me? Let's that's go. 20, 10, touchdown Seahawks.
1: It's the Seahawks podcast on the Believe Sports Network. He's Lofa Tatupu. I'm Brett Davern. Thank you very much for joining us. Our Seahawks take on the Santa Clara 49ers this weekend um in seattle it's a home game so some home cooking for the seahawks this weekend and hopefully they can right the ship after the loss to arizona they are currently five and one on the season looking to go six and one i want to quickly remind everybody not that anyone needs reminding but hey we have microphones in front of our face and people are listening so why not that election day is on tuesday make a plan to vote Uh, I'm encouraging everybody out there to go vote. Um, you You can find everything you need to online if you're registered to vote, whatever. Just literally Google, am I registered to vote? But a big day coming up on Tuesday for the country. And I would like to take a second to just remind everybody to vote as it is, you know, you're right as a citizen to do. And I I think you should exercise it.
0: (laughs) I'm just going to remind everybody to be a great person and try to do more good.
1: That's true, too. Was that was that my part? No, you're good. good. (laughs) You Whatever you want to say, man. Hey, whatever you want to say. Um, I love
0: and positivity. That's what I want to say.
1: That's right, dude. Hey, here, here. I, I can get behind that for sure.
0: We, we got to talk about the
1: San Francisco 49ers on this episode. We obviously have to talk about Carlos Dunlap, or I should say we get to talk about Carlos Dunlap because the Seahawks made a big trade. Um, but I want to start with something else, Lofa, because the Seahawks PR department tweeted a photo that you were in. And I want to talk to you about this photograph, okay? They, they, I send it to you. We texted back and forth um, about it. Yeah. It's a picture. I think it's from your Super Bowl of you guys standing on the sidelines, right? Yeah. Isn't yeah.
0: it? Yeah. I, I, Let me pull it up. I'm trying to. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think it's before the, the coin toss.
1: Right. From left to right, it's like Matt and Sean. Gobi. Josh Goby. Oh, Josh Gobi.
0: Absolute beast. Yeah. Okay. And then you and Kazavicki, right? Kaz and then uh, Grant Wistrom
1: yeah and so they tweeted it by with with praise for the offense however there were more defensive guys in the photo than offensive guys and you wanted to point out that your defense was sick that year as well as the offense right
0: (laughs) I mean I we were good you know, uh, second in scoring defense, which is the most important. Uh, we did give up a shit ton of yards, so you know, for everybody that's getting on our defense now, like oh, the yards. But we got a ton of turnovers. We got we led the league in sacks, and we were number two in red zone defense and scoring defense, and that is all that matters. So, um, yeah, I know it's a number one offense. Everybody they love touchdowns and all that, but. Uh, you know, we we were pretty damn good too.
1: Well, the question I want to ask about the photo is, how come the two guys on offense are smiling, but all you defensive guys are not smiling
0: in the photo? What's up? Because we're re- we're because we're ready for the shit. I mean, we we, <laughs> we were ready. We were ready to go, man. You can see yeah. it. And um, uh, I don't think Scobie Scobie was he should have been a safety or or a linebacker. You know, he he was a phenomenal tailback. Yeah, and, but the vision that he had to run down and shoot gaps and make, and he was very, a very physical tackler. Um, I would have loved to seen Scobie at safety.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't, I don't think he
0: realized the photo was being taken because he's not even looking You're at, you I, I gotta go yeah, get, you know awesome. what? Wait, I'm sorry. Cause we're talking about, I gotta go, I gotta go find this cup that I saw the other day. Um, it just, there's this, this is going to go great with this segment. Do, 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 do. okay so okay. what's up since you brought i found this cup the other day and we we're talking about the praise for the offense as always right and then just <laughs> uh, the lack of acknowledgement of the defense so here we got the the pretty boy quarterback can you see it is it yeah it's hassle nice smile <laughs> look at that smile you go a little further we got the MVP tailback Sean Alexander, yeah, right looking good. Okay, now for the defense, we have I don't know the Instagram model. What is that, an ass shot? Like, (laughs) I guess the only way they would recognize a defender is by having the the name and the jersey. But no, that's that's the disrespect that, that just you know comes our way as a defense.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah. Is that, so that's like, it's like a coffee tumbler basically is what you're holding up. Like a, like a travel it's, coffee, like a plastic coffee mug with a picture out yeah.
0: of the plastic. Is that, was that being sold by the Seahawks? I don't know, but okay. I, I don't know if like my mom or my dad got it back in the day. And, um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's been around for a while. And, uh, cause that's the, that's the helmet for my rookie year. So, um, but yeah. So, just cakes in your face dude. i
1: think hey take it as a compliment man they 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 obviously appreciated a photo of you from behind and they wanted to put it on some merchandise and i'd take it as a compliment
0: they chose my best side
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't even know where to go from from we should probably
0: just start talking (laughs) football i mean (laughs)
1: All right. Well, hey, let's start with the big trade. Okay. The Seahawks uh, trade for Carlos Dunlap. They get some help there on the defensive line. Obviously, everything is pending physicals and stuff like that, but it looks like it's, it's a done deal. And Carlos Dunlap is a guy who is, was, was, and is extremely productive and, and was with the Cincinnati Bengals. He's played in five playoff games over the course of his career, has not won a playoff game yet. So he's hungry, which I like. And he was having a down year in Cincinnati this year, but a lot of people are saying it's because he was just so unhappy with the team and his role on the team. What do you think this guy can bring to the Seahawks?
0: I mean, there's a lot of people having a down year in Cincinnati, man. Uh, so let's not get on Carlos for that. Uh, excited. And yeah, the, he can be rejuvenated and um, his his love for the game going to a contender going from what one and five to five and one. I mean, opportunities are back and you know he's that's got to be sparking some hunger in his mind to just get back after the quarterback something that we desperately need right now um big dude uh 6'6 290 and can move he's an athlete so you could play him on the edge you could play him inside when it goes to you know the third down and rush he's a mismatch anywhere he lines up and uh definitely someone that we're excited to have
1: yeah, I'm pumped about it. He's also graded very high as a run defender. So not only uh, you know, skilled pass rusher, and we think of defensive end as guys that get after the quarterback, but he really helps or has helped his teams in the past out when it comes to defending the run. Can you talk about that a little bit? How a defensive end can, can help in the run game, whether it's like setting the edge or, or crashing down? Because us as fans, we only think about them as coming around the end and trying to get after the QB when he's throwing the ball.
0: Yeah. Those are the things that don't show up on the stat sheet, you know, but when they can funnel the ball back into those two all pro linebackers and Bobby and KJ. Um, so just taking pressure off of people and setting the edge. So, you know, the ball is going to be funneled inside um, and, and he's got the long arms to disengage from blocks and make the play. So it's uh, it's, I'm just excited. This is a guy I've always had uh, respect for in terms of what he does on the field. Uh, 81 sacks. I just looked it up 80, 81 or 82 sacks. That's a lot of production, um, you know, for anybody. You get to that hundred, they start talking hall of fame. Now, you know, that's not a term I want to throw around loosely. I'm just saying that's up there with hall of fame numbers. So anytime you can add a piece like that, you, you're excited.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, Something they need on this team right now though is running backs. Uh the injury report has all three running backs as not practicing on Wednesday. We'll see what happens going into the weekend. Um can can you play running back? How are you at running back?
0: Uh I'm more of a receiver uh, oh. with my interceptions, I you know, I, I don't want to brag, but numbers are numbers and uh, I average 23 a carry or a catch, I should say. So my uh, my yak was ridiculous. Nice. Um but, yeah, I have confidence in uh, DJ Dallas, and I want to see what he does with the opportunity. Uh, Homer might make it to the game. I don't know. Um, hopefully they're, they're still bringing – you know, they're positive about uh, Rashad Penny's progress. So hope to see him back in the near future. Um, but, yeah, not having Chris Carson is tough. And then uh, I think Hyde's dealing with a hamstring. So um, one-two punch of uh, Hyde and – and DJ will be, be nice to see.
1: Yeah, I mean, they didn't really bring in anyone this week, so it doesn't – I mean, I know they're concerned about the running back situation. I don't want to say it doesn't seem like they're concerned about it, but it didn't feel like they needed to go out and sign anyone or anything so far this week. I noticed that CJ Prosize is actually out there. They could, go, they could go grab him. I think he – he was just let go. Um, who was it? Baltimore or somebody I sent you a text about it, some, somebody who had him. I mean, there's an option out there, but it looks like they're just going to ride with Dallas and, and hopefully Homer is, is going to be able to play. He seems like the least banged up of, uh, you know, between Carson Hyde and, and himself. So. Uh, well, again, okay.
0: I mean, if I can refresh your memory, you wanted Russ to cook more. So yes, you know, maybe we won't need a tailback.
1: Yeah. Hey, why not? Let him throw it on every down. I don't, I don't mind. Uh, We are banged up though. Let me go over the injury report real quick. Did not practice on Wednesday is Chris Carson, Carlos Hyde, Travis Homer. Like we just talked about Mike IU finds himself on that list, but he's kind of been there all year and been playing anyway. So um you know, that might be kind of a veteran thing and just giving him extra rest. Quentin Dunbar did not practice again, still nursing the injuries he's been dealing with all season. Shaquille Griffin didn't practice, he's going through the concussion protocol. Benson Mayoa, um, and then Freddie Swain, and then Jamal Adams did not practice again as well. And you know, Pete's talking about how Jamal's making all this progress and how he's going to come back in a limited basis, but we're all just still waiting for it. I felt like we were going to get him back by this point. Didn't didn't you think so?
0: I thought he'd be ready after the bye, but, um, you know, muscle, core muscle injuries, uh, groin, hamstring, just any, any uh, soft tissue injury, you got to be careful with that because you've already torn those muscle fibers and anything more is going to be good, complete rip or you know rupture that's going to require yeah. stitches and surgery Yeah. so i've been there uh i would advise to go cautiously um and uh i'm look we're, we're not where we want to be defensively I, I get that but it's not the right move to rush you know one of the best safeties in the league back yeah. for a week or two and then you know because you see how hard he plays yeah um, you know, he he only has one mode and that's, that's full speed. So you got to kind of protect him from himself. And that's what I feel like they're doing
1: on, on the San Francisco 49ers side of the ball or the Santa Clara 49ers side of the ball. I'm not, I'm not sure where they play. They, they play somewhere in mid California. It's not Southern California. It's not Northern. Cal- I don't, I don't know where they are anyway, whatever. On their injury report, um, Quan Alexander did not practice. Wide receiver Richie James didn't practice. Debo Samuel did not practice. And I think they've already announced he is going to be out for the game on Sunday. Jaquiski Tart did not practice. Um Let's see. More corner. Another cornerback didn't practice for them. Jimmy Ward didn't practice. Jeff Wilson, their running back, who had an amazing game this last Sunday, I think will probably be out for the Seahawks game. He's nursing an ankle injury. So, and and you know, San Francisco has a ton of other injuries that we've already talked about from earlier in the season. So everybody is banged up going into this game. Um, and I want to get your thoughts on how you think the game is going to go. But first, we need to talk about our sponsor, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is your online wagering experts. You can bet on anything from sports to UFC. Uh, the World Series is over, so... No more of that, but maybe you can pick who's going to win the next World Series next year. Log on to betonline.ag. Use our promo code believe BLEAV and get all of the welcome bonuses. That's promo code what, Lofa? BLEAV. That's right. Go to betonline.ag. You're online wagering experts. Lofa, what has you concerned about the San Francisco 49ers from a Seahawk perspective? Um,
0: you know... I'm not not a whole lot. I mean, I guess the two players that I you know Kittle, I guess, would probably be the biggest concern. One of the best tight ends in the league, and especially with where we're at in terms of pass defense right now. But um, you know, Jimmy G's been up and down. He really has in terms of performances. I know from the negative six points he got me in fantasy three weeks ago, um, and. Yeah, the running backs, they they've dealt with their share of injuries, offense and defense, you know, so um, it's it's impressive actually to see where they're at as an organization. I mean, that's that's all due to attitude and coaching. And so, you know, congrats to to Shanahan and Robert Sala, who I played for once, former Hawk. Um, But yeah, Kittle would be the most uh, concerning part of that, that 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 team for for what we have lined up this week.
1: Yeah, I, I agree, man. I mean, especially if Wilson, uh, the running back, is going to be out and Debo Samuel is going to be out because those guys have given us fits in the past, you know, and, and they've been given the league fits so far this season, too. So with those guys out, um, you know, maybe we... It it, it it works out well for us, you know. You hate to see anyone get injured, but I'm just saying um, their injury troubles are our... Uh, I don't know, like, can can work to our benefit, I guess. I mean, we're banged up, too, but... We're definitely less banged up than they are. Um, I think, though, you know, division game. I, I, this, is a, yeah. this is a game you got to have, right? Like losing to yeah. Arizona last week, that was the first division game. This is the second division game right after that game. We got to get this win, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, with, you know, what I've seen is they have a well-balanced attack. And so that's uh, that's the one thing also that could be concerning. Uh, Jimmy G did not have a great game last week. I think he threw two or three interceptions, no touchdowns, and yet they won thirty-three to six or whatever it was in on the road. So uh, when and then just a week earlier against the Rams, a really good defense, he threw for like two eighty and, and three touchdowns. So they've uh, they've picked up the slack wherever one the passing game or a running game has lacked uh, each time and. Uh, again, their ability to overcome these injuries has been nothing short of impressive. Losing a guy like Bosa, um, and then also Solo Thomas, and you mentioned all the the guys that aren't practicing for them right now. It's it's impressive what they've been able to do so far.
1: Yeah, well, let's pick some zone in players. Then we we pick some players every week to zone in on. Maybe some guys who would fly under the radar, or 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 our guys who you might have to like when you're watching the wide shot on TV. You got to. Zone in on these guys, they might not be the people with the ball or near the ball, but they're guys who we want to see have a good game. And the reason we do it is because Lofa's company is Zone in CBD. Everybody, you can find it at all Bartel drugstores or online at zone
0: in zoneincbd.com.
1: That's right, Lofa. Who are you going to be zoning into as we watch our Hawks play the 49ers?
0: Well, I did a horrible job last week because my zone in player didn't play. Um, <laughs> But you took I, Cody Barton, for, you wanted him for like 14 tackles, and he didn't even see the field. Uh, I think it was seven and a half was oh. the over under, but yes. Um, so I, the, the next guy I'm going to pick, you know, is he going to see the field? Carlos Dunlap, you know, I want to see what he adds, and I don't know. It's not, you know, they can line him up and let him just wreak havoc. He doesn't have to know all the plays, but, you know, you just get him in there and. He knows what over and under, in terms of the front is. So, but I, you know, I can't go there because if he doesn't play again, I'm just going to look terrible. So yeah,
1: well, I don't think he is going to play. Let me, let me say, I was listening to the radio yesterday. There's a weird thing going on this year because of COVID quarantine because of the testing and stuff. So even though he was on the Cincinnati Bengals and being tested all the time for whatever reason, when he changes teams. That whole testing process and the quarantine process starts all over again. So he's not even eligible to really join the team for the first like
0: three or four days. So there's no way that they can. But they, it. but he's been on flights, hasn't he? So isn't that the whole concern?
1: <laughs> no, I know. You should have heard Pete talking about it in the press conference yesterday, actually, because Pete was just as exacerb- or uh, exacerbated. Is that the right word? Um, he was just as upset about the the sort of weirdness about these rules because pete was you know saying what i just said where he's like well he's tested the whole time but for some reason they won't let him in so no carlos dunlap this week he will be on the sidelines in shorts you could still zone in on him if you want i bet those quads are looking nice you know like I'll-
0: nah, i'll pass i'm gonna go away with uh <laughs> i'm gonna zone in on dj dallas okay uh, i love it i love it i'd had a great game but with his injury status not up in the air, but he is going to be protected in practice right now, so the bulk of the reps will be landing, you know solely on the shoulders of D.J. Dallas, yeah. with Homer, Carson, all those other guys. I think he's the only healthy back, right? Is that what you what you said? That practice? Mean, he's,
1: he's the only running back uh, that is not listed on the injury report. so um, yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> the only healthy one.
0: <laughs> Give yeah, me an no, over
1: no. under on a, on a stat line, and um, people can email us out there, Seahawkspod at gmail.com. Just email us whether you want to take the over or the under on whatever Lofa says there. And if you happen to be on the right side, we'll send you a zone in gift package over there. Um, if we- I'm
0: going to go six touches. Could mean carries, could mean receptions. Okay. All right. Okay. And I'm going to say he gets. 50 yards total. So receiving in. All receiving in,
1: yeah. and no TDs or anything.
0: Okay. I'll go one TD.
1: Okay. All right. All right. We'll hold you. Let's, let's, let's set the over under though on the yardage. So you guys email us over or under on just the all purpose yards for DJ Dallas coming up in the game. Lofa puts it at 50. I'll tell you right now, if I was emailing in, I'm taking the over on that one. He needs to have over uh, 50 yards of all-purpose yards. I want him to have at least 10 touches for the game. Why not? He's a rookie. Let's go for it. The Seahawks haven't had a super exciting rookie on offense since, you know, DK Metcalf last year, and it's time for another one to to, to come in and, and uh, make his presence known in the NFL. So come on, DJ. Let's go for it. I'm going to be zoning in this week on, um. let's see. I'm going to pick someone on defense. And I'm going to be zoning in on Trey Flowers. I'm going to be watching Trey. I'm going to see seeing where he's going. You got Shaquille Griffin going through the concussion protocol. Quentin Dunbar's on the injured list. So Trey is usually the guy who steps up. Um, he's kind of the next man up when, when someone gets injured there. And so he's going to have to have a great game. Um, I want him to have at least you know two passes defended and maybe uh, um, let's go with Four tackles, four tackles, two passes defended, and a fumble recovery. Why not? I don't know okay. if he's gonna cause it, but he'll <laughs> be in the right place. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, why not? You know, I, let's look. Let's 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 look in the into the secondary there. They they need to have a good week this week, man. That we're giving up far too many yards. You want to go to the tail of the
0: tape on this game? Yeah, let's do it before we All get right. into the predictions. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. So the tail of the tape for this game, for the Seahawks on offense, they're still looking good on offense. You know, they're ranked number one when it comes to points. They're ranked number one when it comes to yards and yards per play. However, the 49ers defense is ranked pretty good. They're ranked number fifth in points and fifth in yards and eighth in giving up yards per play. So a great Seahawks offense going up against what is a really good 49ers defense. And then on the Seahawks defensive side of the ball, man, like we're talking about, it's not great. They're uh, ranked 23rd in terms of points. They're ranked 32nd. So that's dead last in terms of giving up yards. And they're ranked 29th in yards per play. The only category that they're ranked highly in, and according to you, Lofa, and I agree with you, it's the only one that kind of matters sometimes is turnovers. We're still ranked number one in terms of turnover differential from a Seahawks defense perspective defensive perspective and the the 49ers offense is middle of the road they're ranked 16th in terms of points 12th in yards and 12th in yards per play so you know kind of a mediocre offense going up against our kind of terrible defense so far this year and then our great offense going up against their good defense so how do you translate all of that
0: um Some, some opportunities for growth and, and getting better is, yeah. is how I can put the positive spin on that. But um, yeah, just the turnover. I mean, I'm telling you the turnovers, if we can just keep up with that, you know, the yards won't matter. And I know that's, you know, everybody, all the faithful cringe when I say giving up yards, isn't that important. It's points on the board and getting turnovers. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we get a little more pass rush too with uh, the trade that just happened, but I think we're going to be just fine. What do you think?
1: Well, I I just want to see the offense. I mean, look, I know the offense is having a great season. They're putting up points and things like that, but what bit us in the ass last game was trading field goals for touchdowns. They need to capitalize, especially when they get inside the 20-yard line. Like, First few or th- two or three games of the year, they're number one in the league in terms of touchdown percentage in the red zone. That has fallen off in the last few weeks, and 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 that's what kind of got them in the last game. If, look, if you trade one of those field goals for a touchdown, they win the game. We don't even go to overtime, right? So let's let's capitalize in the red zone this week, and and maybe run the ball a little bit more when they get inside the ten, and and stop throwing it. I mean, that's gotten us in trouble before in one of the biggest games ever, right? We all remember that. So, I mean,
0: knock it off. You, when they ran the ball to win the game, you said throw the ball. Did you not?
1: You mean on when when they were trying to run the clock out? Yeah. Well.
0: Wait, yeah. So, what do you want them to do?
1: <laughs> Listen, when you're inside the 10, run it at least oh, one I mean, extra time.
0: Oh, oh, now you got rules. You,
1: when you need a play to win the game, let. Russell, keep the ball in his hands for at least one play. That's all I'm saying. That's it. Okay. Okay. My prediction for this game is that the Seahawks are finally going to get right. They're finally going to do what I've been asking them to do all season and and win a comfortable one, like even more comfortable than the Dolphins game. I think – The Seahawks are catching the 49ers at the right time. It's a home game. We're going to be pissed after that loss to Arizona. And I think we win this game uh, 38 to 17.
0: I like it. I like it. I definitely have us down for a win after a loss. I just, you know, we always find a way to bounce back. And score-wise, I'm going to go with... A funky score like Brett always does. (laughs) 39 to 27.
1: Nice. Yeah. I love it. That's a weird score. Some missed PATs,
0: some field goals, maybe a safety (laughs) or two.
1: Okay. Okay. But how do you think we are going to be feeling as Seahawks fans going into the fourth quarter? Do you think... This is one that that we've learned our lesson from last week a little bit, or do you think we're gonna have to, you know, it's another nail biter, another stress filled win, even yeah. though it'd be comfortable at the end.
0: No, yeah, I think I think we'll be all right. It's um, I know this is a rough part of the schedule, not just this game, and that everybody's been talking about in uh, sports radio and everything. You got a tough month ahead of you. But one game at a time, and it just so happens that the Hawks play their best ball, notoriously for years. Uh, in that last half of the season, the November, December, you know, ish time—that's where things start to come together, and um, and they zone in on the prize, man. So I yeah, think we're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, I got confidence.
1: I love it. I love it. Me too. I want to see some more deep balls from Russ too. Every time he's throwing it deep this year, something good happens, man. So start throwing throwing those, uh, those moon shots again. I love it, man. that's, I I used to not understand it early in his career. It it felt weird to see someone throw the ball that high in the air, but man, it works out and hopefully they can do that again.
0: Um, anything else you want to touch on for this episode? I still hope the Hawks get Ryan Kerrigan. Did I ever said that enough? Uh, last three months i don't know i mean if we get him with dunlap can you imagine yeah i'm in sign me up i've been i've been starting that rumor on the radio so hopefully it somehow catches do the guy a solid and ship him to a, a contender and say hey man this one's for you
1: yeah Hey, you guys can do us a solid by checking us out on social media. It's Seahawks Pod, wherever you're looking for us, Instagram, Twitter, and all that good stuff. You can email us anytime, seahawkspod at gmail.com. But for now, that's a wrap on this episode. Enjoy the game this weekend. Uh, We will be as well wherever we are, and we'll see you next week to uh, break down the game that was and look ahead to the game that is Lofa. Break us down.
0: All right partner, let's break it down to the Seahawks are going to get back on track. So let's break it down to get back on track. And how would you how would you like, would you like to go? Fast, would you like to go slow? How would you like to do it?
1: However you want, man. We- uh,
0: say it with some fucking authority this time, all right? Hey, all right. <laughs> like I want to hear you scream it. Okay. All right. All right. Get back on track. On three. One, two, three. Get back on track. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. I see you. I take direction. You you put me to shame on that one. Bravo. I really thought you were going to fucking whisper it. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.